Welcome. This is the Rip Griffin Show podcast, a baseball podcast for baseball fans of all ages. Now, here's your host, Rip Griffin. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach line. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in the show notes, let's Buzzsprout know that we sent you. Get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support our show. Let's create something great together. All right. Hey, guys, welcome to this episode of The Rip Griffin Show. Tonight, we're doing things a little bit different. Normally, the last few weeks, the episode has been baseball related, but tonight we are doing something with a new twist, talking fancy baseball, excuse me, fancy football. See, I'm, I'm still in the baseball aspect. I need to get out of that mindset and get into the football mindset. So we're talking fancy, ba- fancy football. I did it again. And tonight, I'm being joined by Austin Hicks. He's been on the show a couple of times already. He's the owner of the Victoria Armadillos. Also part of our fantasy football league, Austin. Man, how's it going? It's going. It's going. How you doing? Oh, doing pretty good. So this is a new twist for the show. Doing something a little bit different. Talking some fantasy football. Kind of see what happened last week. We'll kind of talk about that. We'll have a couple guys come back on the show as well as they continue to um, get situated. Then they'll be joining us here shortly. But uh, first and foremost, how did you do last week? Uh, I think I actually edged by, let me double check. I think I won by like a point or two. Let me let me double check. Yeah, I started out pretty well, and then I got completely annihilated. And I think it was, I may have had the lowest score last week. Yeah, I won by one point. It was It was just under two points. Okay. So yeah, you definitely did a lot better. I mean, you almost doubled uh your 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 points that you scored definitely doubled mine, that's for sure. So not a good first week for me in fantasy football. Yeah, well you should have taken my Thielen trade and, and may have gotten something for you. <laughs> you know, we were talking about that before the show started, and looking back at it now, I should have taken the the, the Thielen trade. He was phenomenal last weekend, honestly. Um I was not expecting that, but, um, you know, that's the game of football. Things can change basically on an instant. And I, I kind of got, you know, basically called out for making a trade. I traded Zach Ertz for a receiver, and it didn't really quite pan out for me. Yeah, that. I mean, well, I, I think it was a fair trade. Um on my that's my opinion. Cooks for Ertz. I know Ertz is, can bring high quality, but 
that that Eagles offense, man, it looks rough, rough, rough. Like it looks pretty bad. <laughs> you know, it always concerns me with the with the Eagles, especially with Carson Wentz. You know, his you know he's been injured the last few seasons. His so he really hasn't gotten the reps that he needs. Uh, to be that high pro high profile quarterback that we all expect him to be. So I was kind of that was kind of my mindset when I went into that trade. And uh it kind of backfired on me right now. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. It's only first week of the season. You know, we got nine more weeks to go. So it's something, you know, a turnaround can happen, that's for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean yeah, I mean, it, I mean, he got sacked eight times, and there was a there was a meme going around, and it showed. Uh, gosh, who did they play last week? I forgot who they played. Um, yeah, I don't remember who they played, but it showed the offensive lineman just standing there watching wins get sacked. There were like three, <laughs> four people around him. I'm like, come on, guys, got a block. Yeah. Here. See, and, and that whole division, it's kind of hit or miss. Yeah, you're either it's it's. It, I mean, you got the Giants, another terrible offensive line. You got Washington, actually. It looks pretty – they have a solid defense, it looks like. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, the Cowboys on paper, which is year in and year out with the Cowboys, look good. But, I mean, it is the Cowboys, you know? Right. Yep, absolutely. You know, there was a play – I didn't see the game, but I saw that it was a fourth down play, and Mike McCarthy went for it. And actually, he got the support from his quarterback, Dak Prexat, who said, you know, that was a uh, the call that needed to be made. He supported his uh, his coach in that call. And I think McCarthy got a fan in Dak and Prescott. So maybe we might be able to see something kind of, you know, that coach quarterback combination kind of start to, to mold itself together, kind of gel. And maybe this Cowboy offense, like you said, looks good on paper, but maybe we can see them kind of thrive and kind of get over that hump that they've been have the pressure put on year after year to make, which is, you know, to get to the postseason. So, I mean, like I said, it's, 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 it's 15 weeks, you know, to go. And so a lot can happen between now and, you know, the end of the se- end of the regular season. But, um, but yeah, so we, so we got week two coming up this week. This is going to be uh, another, High profile, high scoring week for for fantasy football for us. Oh yeah, hey, we have we have some pretty solid matchups going. I think everyone's pretty close on projections. Um, I think the only highest one that I see, yeah, the highest one is uh, the Nasty Crew in Coastal Bend, which is for us. But I mean, going into this week. Looking at last week, let you know. Let, let's stay on the Cowboys. Okay. Does does Elliot thrive from having CD Lamb there and now Gallup, or does he hurt from having CD Lamb? I uh, I don't know. Zeke has always been one of those that he shows flat flashes of greatness here and there, and then he kind of will kind of regress, and then he'll kind of pick back up again. I think you know. Uh, it, it may take another week or two for this this team to get um, kind of that that cohesiveness, but I, I think with you know with Lamb and those those other, those other guys, I think they'll be able to have a one two three punch. You know, uh, not the the Aikman, the 
Emmett Smith and the um, Michael Irvin era, but you know, it, it may be something that is in the, is coming to fruition soon. Oh yeah, looks like we have a comment. So we got a comment coming in from Texans lose sixteen. He says, "I have Prescott, Zeke, and Cooper, and he killed it in Week One." So yeah, yeah, and that that's not a bad stack. The only thing I have concerns with on that week is who is your backup? Who, who's your replacement for Zeke on what is it? Week ten, I think the Cowboys are on by, or week nine. I mean, you have you have a solid RB one, mid to low end or wide receiver one. I mean, I wouldn't put Cooper up there like a top five wide receiver, but he's for sure wide receiver one. Yeah. You know, and yeah, you, you did kill it last week. Cause I mean, Zeke got, I think 27, if you're playing PPR, Prescott had a pretty solid game. Um, just my concern with that is, you know, your bye week. Right. What you yeah. That's going to be interesting to see what happens come week 10 with the Cowboys and with, you know, all three of those guys not playing that week. So, Hopefully he's got some uh, some guys on the bench that can come through and put up some good numbers. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and, and you know, going back to what we were saying, is I feel the safest bet out of out of Dallas right now to play will probably be Zeke. Yes, you know, because I feel like they're going to start feeding Ceedee Lamb. Gallup's going to be more of like the uh, what is his name, Terrence Williams. Kind of mm-hmm. feel like he'll he'll get your deep ball, but he he still has hands, you know. Right. Cooper is your possession guy, but that to play week in and week out will for sure be Zeke. I think so. I think he's going to get the uh, the bulk of the offense. Um, you know, maybe we might see some flashes from from Prescott to maybe kind of take it, call his own number, and kind of you know take control a little bit of that offense, which is. You know, something he really hasn't had a chance to do, especially with his former coach in um, Jason Garrett. Um, Maybe this new regime with Mike McCarthy will allow him to kind of be himself. Because, I mean, he he is a a good pocket passer, but he can also scramble. He can run. And he can do things on, on his feet that will hurt you. So he's... He's got the tools there, so hopefully, you know McCarthy can kind of express those 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 tools, bring them out to allow him to kind of can kind of thrive and kind of flourish. I think that's what Prescott needs. I think he has the ability to be a, I don't want to say a top five quarterback, maybe a top ten, if he's given the opportunity. And we kind of saw greatness when he took over for Romo several years ago. And now uh, he's the man under center, and hopefully he can kind of get into that uh, that playing mentality like he was in college. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it, I believe he's on a franchise tag this year. Am I wrong? Yes, he is on a franchise franchise tag. I, I, it'd be interesting to see what happens now, especially with that uh, Deshaun Watson getting that 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 make 170 77 million is that what it was oh yeah uh, like 100 was it 173 or 177 
It, it, it was the one say it was a pretty insane amount. I mean, you know, he's I wouldn't say he's I think Deshaun Watson deserves it. Oh, absolutely. Now, it'd be interesting to see how Deshaun Watson works without D Hop. Is that's my issue. And you know, th- this year for, for Dak Prescott will prove. I mean, this is fan this is contract year. Oh, absolutely. You, know, you have C D Lamb, you have Michael Gallup, you have yeah, one seventy seven for Watson. Um you have C D Lamb, Cooper, Zeke, and uh, and Gallup. I mean yeah, you lost, you just lost your tight end to an ACL, but you have three solid weapons and right. your running back. You know, if I don't think if he gets playoffs this year, he's probably not going to get the money he's expecting. Asking for thirty-seven million dollars a year, you, and you're putting up some serious numbers. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no Patrick I, Mahomes here. No, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, go out and win the Super Bowl, and you know we'll. I'm sure Jerry will love to talk about that contract. And it's not only that, you know, when's the last time they won a playoff game? When's the uh, last time they went and actually and, and won? It was the year they lost to Green Bay in the championship series. The uh, the death catch that was called not a catch, but I think we can all say it was. Oh, well, I'm, I'm not a Cowboy fan, so. <laughs> you know, that was yeah, that, that's the last time this whole era with with Dak they've been a mediocre team you know mm-hmm. so it's you have a coach that can i mean he's he's worked with Aaron Rodgers look what he did with Aaron Rodgers right you know, exactly you have, you have someone that there you have weapons this is really now it's Dak's game it's all on him and uh he's got the offensive line too i mean Jerry went out a few drafts ago and stack that offensive line. Um, Martin, uh, I think he's the guard that, uh, buzz on him too. what's that? I heard a trade buzz on Zach Martin too. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, it's, I, mean, I don't think it's, it's not like a reliable source, but that the ideal that I saw was a Zach Ertz and Zach Martin trade one for one. Really? Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't think that would necessarily hurt. The Cowboys, I think, it would actually they gain from it. But I wonder who I wonder who the tight end is now for Dallas. It's not um, not Jarwin. He just he just started his ACL. Um, it is not um, is it Swam, the guy out of Texas that uh, they drafted a couple years ago. I thought he was supposed to be. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up here because that would be interesting um, for Jerry to go and which I mean a move like that is a Jerry move, um, you know, to trade one of your top linemen for a, I mean a, a number one tight end, arguably top five. Tight yeah, end. easy. You know, um, let's see. My see and now kind of switching up teams. I think the whole spotlight right now is on Tampa. Yeah, absolutely. I I think the the Tom Brady area era in Tampa didn't get off to the start that they would like to. Yeah, because I mean, just even going based off of fantasy, what did he do? Let's see. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't. He did. He didn't do good at all. No, 
I mean, I think the only one that thrived out of that was Godwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Greg Kowski, he didn't do very much either. He Actually, Godwin didn't even thrive. Nothing. You know, my, I, have, I have Mike Evans. I'm, I thought he, you know, I'm, I'm holding on to him, but I don't know. It's, one of those i think it's it, it's it's a fantasy and you know i i think there's too much going on Goskowski or gronkowski didn't do anything no you know? well i heard uh, i heard he didn't come into the camp in the best shape either well, that doesn't shock me. <laughs> <laughs> i mean, I mean that's Gronkowski. yeah um let's see let's see what what brady did last week so last week week one he threw for 239 yards with two touchdowns. I think he also had two interceptions as well. And then he had a rushing touchdown. Yeah. You know, on, on paper, beside the two interceptions, it's it's a decent Brady game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he had 16.9 points on that week. Um, yeah, he had the rushing touchdown. Uh, I mean, the interceptions hurt him. He was sacked a few times. I can't tell if he had was sacked three times. I think it was what it was. So not the best game for him that we're used to seeing, but that's one of those, you know, is age a factor now? Okay, we got Taylor Fixon to hop on here. I'm going to send him the link real quick here. He shouldn't have it. I'm telling him to scroll just up. Go ahead, just go ahead and send it. Yeah. Um, okay, another comment coming in from Carlos. Said Gronkowski didn't come to play for fantasy points. Once the team gets going, Tom Brady has never been a top pick for fantasy league. I agree. Yeah. It, I agree. Absolutely. Brady is one of those. He is a. He's a streaming quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's what he is. So you have Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, or whoever riding as your quarterback. Now, I mean, that's not to say to go after, you know, I would start him over Baker Mayfield. Really? Well, yeah, yeah, Baker, yeah. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> now, on, on Carlos's point, yes, he Brady's never been a, you know, boomer for fantasy normally he'll put up around like 15 to you know sometimes he'll put up 30 right but gronk did yeah he didn't come back to play for fantasy points but gronk really didn't look good (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm scared to to see what's actually going to happen and i'm a huge patriot fan and i think this was not the right choice for brady to do no i i completely agree but boy, did Cam look good! Oh yeah, that uh, you know I I had another guest on the podcast a few weeks ago, and we kind of talked about where Cam Brady would end up. And I, I knew he was probably going to go to New England, no matter what. I think um, being with Bill Belichick and that franchise and that organization, and just the how Belichick coaches, I, I think. Cam Newton will do great. He'll kind of let Cam do his thing. Um, 
But boy, he looked he looked good on Sunday, especially in that blue. Yeah. See, my thing is is there's two ways that that New England's going to really do good, and Cam Newton will do good. I think Cam Newton won on the fantasy aspect. I think he'll bring you points. He is he if he if he's healthy and he's like the was it 2015 MVP Cam Newton, mm-hmm. which they said he came in 100 percent healthy. You know so. Now, was that the year they went to the Super Bowl? May have been. Against against the Patriots. I have to look that up as well. Because I want to say that was when and it was in Tampa, if I'm not mistaken. The Super Bowl fifty. Yeah. I knew it was one of those milestone miles store um super bowls milestone that's the word can't talk tonight either they i think they lost to denver yeah they they played denver that year but yeah that that was uh, i believe cam oh that's right so if if that's the case if he looks that good, now Cam's never been one to throw the ball deep. He'll he'll throw it, but I, you know I, I want to see how it's going to work with Bill Belichick out there. Yeah, you know I I mean he, they're getting him for cheap, so he has a lot. Oh, absolutely. Do. I think it's what a seven hundred thousand dollar contract. At least, probably just the the veteran minimum. Yeah, it, I think it's a veteran minimum with the, the incentives being up to like three point eight million or something like that. So it, it's he's hungry. You're going to come in and eat, you know. No, absolutely. I mean, so with 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 that, you know, it's. Do I agree with Brady leaving? No, I don't. I think right. he he should have stayed to protect the legacy. I do like Brady as a quarterback. As you know, being a Patriot fan, it hurts to see him leave, but. I think he may have chewed off more than he can actually take in. I mean, oh, I agree. I, I agree 100%. I think uh, he sh- should have either stayed in New England or he should have just up and retired. Because um, he's built so much for that organization and that uh, that community. And, you know, You've got what six Super Bowls to your name? I mean, right off into the sunset, you've done great. You've had a great storied career. Um, you know, the body can only take so much at given at his age. So I, that's my opinion. I just think he should have just retired. Honestly, we got a comment come in from Carlos. Cam fits the system, and we're talking about the New England Patriots system. A man can fit any system if the coach knows the game. Obviously, he's got Bill Belichick, so he definitely knows that game. The man won three different college championships under three different systems. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, he came to it. He excelled at Blinn Junior College, and then he also excelled at Auburn, both winning national championships at those respective schools. So, Cam's a proven winner. You know, he's he. He fits the bill. He's the the your prototypical quarterback, um, especially if you look at size and and strength and all that good stuff. 
So I think I think Cam is in the right spot with the right coach, and maybe that's what Cam needed to. Let me let me give him this link real quick. Um, maybe that's what Cam needed was a was a coach. I'm not saying Ron Rivera wasn't a good coach. I'm not saying he's not a good coach, but you're with Bill Belichick now, right? He will break you down. So yeah, I, I believe he fits the system. I mean. From the get go, as, as soon as I saw that Cam was what released or uh, whatever happened, first thing I did, I looked at a buddy of mine. I was like, "He's going to New England." Thought I was crazy. <laughs> I mean, everyone's like, "Nah, that's not going to happen." He, didn't, him, and Bill Belichick won't fit. Cam adjust. I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. The new Stephen here, Donovan McNabb. I, I, I'm 100 percent behind that. He. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, he does fit the system. Now, with that being said, on a fantasy aspect, that kind of lowers, I I think, Julian Edelman's PPR value. You know, his get – I mean, because he doesn't he, – he'll do the check downs, but he kind of goes for, like, more of the mid to deep range balls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um it's got a comment here on Facebook. Um, okay, cool. You're streaming it also on your page as well. Okay, cool. But um, yeah, I think we're going to see some points go down, like you said, with the uh, you know Julian Edelman. You know, some of the receivers, tight ends. You know, their their fantasy points are won't be as high as they normally probably should. But uh, you know. Uh, Cam is gonna be Cam, like you said. He will do his checkdowns and everything. Well, so we'll see what happens, you know, with uh, as the season progresses. And joining us right now, we've got Taylor. Taylor, how's it going, man? Good, good. Sorry about that. Sorry, I was a little late. No, not a problem. Not a problem. Glad you can jump on with us, talking little fancy footballs with the league and everything. So this is actually the first time I've actually get to see you. I haven't met you, you know, in person, but yeah, uh, but. Uh, so we kind of just been talking a little bit, you know, everything that's been going on right now as far as, you know, players throughout the week, all that good stuff. So how does your team do? Man, I had a rough first week. I mean, the guy, it was a good game. The guy I played, just a bunch of his players went off. I don't know. I just got, I guess I got unlucky. I don't know. I can pull it up real quick. Where's that? I think I played Tanner, right, Austin? No, I played Tanner. I beat him by less than two points. Let me see if I can pull it up for you. Uh, I think you played Norman. Or oh, yeah, there. I played Norman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, uh, you, you played – no, you played Pat. Oh, yeah, Pat had – I mean, Pat's team <laughs> stacked. He had yeah, no, Christian yeah. Caffrey, yep. you know, Chris Carson, mm-hmm. D-Hop, Devontae Adams, Mark Andrews. You, you know – when you have players like that that are going to go off, I knew Devontae Adams was going to go off. That's why I I threw everything I could at trying to get Devontae Adams. But, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there was nothing you could do. Even if even if Cortland Sutton did do something in his game, there's nothing. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised he didn't he didn't he didn't get any receptions or yards. I was kind of disappointed. Well, I think he got hurt for the did he? Oh, okay, game, yeah. Okay. So okay. and you know now that. Kind of brings me around. Who would you know your 
surprise player that hopped on scene this year or the, the week as of week one? I was I was really surprised with Goddard from the Eagles. I mean, he just he went off. I really should have started him, but I thought Kittle was going to do more, and he, you know that you know that situation. <laughs> yeah, for me it was John Brown, uh, wide receiver yeah. for the Brown or for the Bills. Excuse me. He uh, had 19 points in Week One. He had six catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. I didn't think to start him, and uh, looking back now, I kind of wish I did because. He was probably, you know, one of my, he was my one of my top receivers that day, and uh, yeah, I've got him starting this week. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's always yeah. Tough I had him, I had him last season, and every week I didn't start him. I always regretted it. So it was that was a pain last year, but yeah. I, I think with with him, he that's one of those. If if you're good at wide receiver and you're good at, let's see, we run a two flex. If you run one flex. He's good at maybe tossing up a flex if you have nothing better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson's been up and down. Um, you know, my biggest thing was Jameson Crowder. Yeah, you know, was let's see what I made the trade. Probably the dumb trade that I made was Crowder and Mostert to get Gurley. You know, I and then and then you turn around, you traded Gurley for Miles Sanders. Yeah. good three team trade there (laughs) yeah but you know and and my biggest thing was i I think how was how was i think d hop was not my biggest surprise but seeing how kyler murray adjusted with d hop out there seeing how he came from no i take that back david johnson who did pretty solid but seeing how you know kyler murray did last year he didn't do anything. Right. You know, like, yeah, he didn't have really much to throw to other than Fitz, which I love Fitz to death, but he's what, 38, 39? <laughs> yeah, he's getting up there in age. I, I was I was really anxious to see how D Hop did. Yeah, he was he was a surprise. I mean, he were, I guess you wouldn't say he was a surprise. We kind of expected he would have a good a good game. You know, had 29, 29.1 points. With 14 receptions for 151 yards, wow. that's uh, that's some good chemistry between him and Kyler Murray at quarterback. So Nine I think without a touchdown, he had 29 points. Yeah, that's which is, I mean, I know we're we're used to seeing him in the end zone, but I mean, still 151 receiving yards is still a fantastic game, at least in my opinion. No, oh, yeah. Agreed. You know, I think this year, if you got David Johnson for around fifth, sixth round, you know, anywhere between four, fourth round and eighth round, I think you got a steal. I, I honestly do because you think, you know, looking at the trade, yes, okay, everyone thought Bill O'Brien was, was an idiot trading D hop <laughs> David Johnson, but you got to think about it. What do they have? Will Fuller out there now. They have Brandon Cooks. Um, who's the other one that I was just I was just talking about? Um, and then they have Randall Cobb. Yeah, Not the best three receivers, but you got a, a huge upgrade in running back, which that was your that was your issue. Yeah, you had D hop, but you know what happens when you go play Stephon Gilmore? You play like a, a Lattimore. Right, you know, or Trey White, 
you, you, yeah. you'll, you'll shut them, you won't shut D hop down. It's really hard to do that. But now you, you have, you have weapons. So I think the biggest thing that I think is, is David Johnson. Yeah. Carlos said they have David speed. Johnson. Yeah. And with speed and with, with Watson's arm, I mean, it, it's crazy. And then David Johnson being the, uh, the running back that can one run the ball or two, right. if you know, he can be the receiving back Duke Johnson, the same way. Um, so I think my, my biggest one that, yeah, I agree. If he stay, if David Johnson stays healthy, you're solid. That's it. You're solid. You got You got to steal there. Um, we got Kenny wrote in with the comment with the comment as well. You guys think Bridgewater will turn into a Lamar Jackson your player? Type player. Uh I would like to see Bridgewater kind of turn into that high profile, high caliber quarterback. I don't know. Uh yeah, when he was at what Louisville, I think he was under um Charlie Strong, my mind went blank there for a second. You know, he really thrived under that program in that style of, of quarterback. And then when he got drafted into the NFL, a lot of teams were trying to trade him, or not trade him, but kind of position him into a receiver. And, you know, Bridgewater, he's done great as, as far as a, quarter, as a quarterback, as a number two. Uh, to be a number one like Lamar Jackson. You got to step it up to the next level. Yeah, and you've got to have you know the playmakers around you as well. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say that because look at you know look at Lamar Jackson. He has, you know, Marquise Brown. He has Mark Andrews. His backs are what Mark Ingram now and J.K. Dobbins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot he has of a speed. decent line. A lot of speed, but you can't compare Lamar Jackson to Bridgewater. Right, you can't. That's like comparing Mahomes to Tom Brady right now. <laughs> That's not comparable. <laughs> It, it's it's just not. I mean, Bridgewater's up in age. I don't think he has that surgery. Now, do I think he'll be like a Dak Prescott kind of? Probably. A Deshaun Watson for fantasy? It could be. Not Lamar Jackson. No. Would he? Do you think he might be one if your number one is on a bye week that you would start him? Just to just to fill the 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 hole. Well, I mean, I'm I'm looking at his last last week. He played Las Vegas. Oh, that's weird, right? Yeah. Los Angeles or Las Las Vegas Raiders. It just sounds weird. I don't know why. <laughs> it does. It really does. I mean, just looking at it, he had what two hundred and seventy yards mm-hmm. and one touchdown. He had twenty six rushing yards, got sacked once. Not a bad game, but that's against Las Vegas. Yeah, I think they really have a defense. So it just depends on when your bye week is, because you got to if if he's playing New Orleans, no. Definitely not. Kansas City, same thing. I wouldn't do it. You know, it. you have to look at when that bias. Now, he is a streaming quarterback, pretty much just the same way as Josh Allen is. I just don't see him being a starting quarterback. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, kind of touched on Lamar Jackson for a minute. You know, he had threw for 275 yards and three touchdowns. If... If Bridgewater wants to get to that caliber, 
I mean, we need to see him, you know, be a Patrick Mahomes, you know, throw four touchdowns, you know, rush for another one. But you know, I, and, and that's crazy that you even throw Mahomes with the same conversation. I can see Lamar Jackson Mahomes, but I agree. Like you have to be jumping in, and you have well. Granted, he's he's with Carolina, learning new mm-hmm. offense. Yeah, but I mean, you have you have Curtis Samuel, and you have what's the other receiver out there? Um, he's on this team, I believe. DJ Moore, you know, you you got two solid receivers out there. You got you got the arguably the best running back in the game. So can he be like a Deshaun? Probably. Lamar or Patrick Mahomes? Definitely not. I don't see it. Uh, Taylor, what do you think? My biggest deal is, I think for him, I, I loved watching him in, in uh, college. He was, I think that system fit him really, really well. And then I'm not saying he's doing bad in the NFL, but I think he has to find a system that kind of like Louisville to where it like really, really fits him. And I think he'll really thrive. He is getting up in age, like Austin said, so that is, that's a factor you got to come into it. Um, he's just got to find that right system, just like any quarterback. But um, I don't know. Who knows? We'll see how the rest of the season goes. He didn't have a bad game, but it is against Las Vegas, so definitely, <laughs> right. you definitely have to step up in that situation. But it was a good game. So let's play hypothetical for a second. Say he gets released. Where do you think? Where is the best team for him to go to that can fit his type of play? Who Ridgewater? Yeah, mm-hmm. he just signed what a three four year deal with Carolina. Mm-hmm. So he's he's locked in for the next at least three years. Yeah. I know that for sure. I Man. think Carolina has. I think that's a solid system for him. And just to kind of yeah. touch on Carlos's comment here, it's too late in his career to step back yeah. uh, to be an elite quarterback like that. I agree. His best bet is to become like Drew Brees or Peyton Manning. You know, I see a Drew Bre- Drew Brees. Um, uh, you know, Colts, but they have. Philip Rivers. Well, he's going to retire. I mean, what are you going to trade up for him? Yeah. You know, so the Colts have something brewing too, but I, I think he, I think to touch on Bridgewater, he's in that, he's in the right place. Hmm. They just need to build something. I mean, look what he did last year with the Saints. Went 5-0 and whenever Breeze was out. Right. I mean, you don't just come in and go 5-0 and as a backup quarterback. Exactly. You got to know something, but all he needs to worry about is winning games. Fantasy mm-hmm. wise, he's not going to be like Lamar Jackson. So um, now with the Colts, that's an interesting team there. T.Y. Hilton, you can ask Taylor. He was at my draft. He he was at my house <laughs> <in> draft. <laughs> I took a gamble on him. Kind of disappointed me last week. Really? How did, how did how did he end up doing? Nine. He got me nine points. Really didn't do much. Um. You were trying to trade him. You were trying to trade him to me. <laughs> this is before the game. Happened. <laughs> I, here's here's the thing about Ty. Philip Rivers is a gunslinger. Mm. He's going to throw the ball no matter what. Can't run the ball. He's gonna. He's a gunslinger. Ty is speed. Right. So it's either Ty is going to have a, a breakout year and be the Ty Hilton 
as he was in fantasy football, or he's going to be a mediocre wide receiver. That's a strong wide, wide receiver three. Maybe a wide receiver two. So what are you going to – are you going to sit him or are you going to play him this week? No, he's in my lineup this week. Who they play this week? Minnesota, and their defense is – Yeah. <laughs> Kenny wrote in, he's trying to trade T.Y. to everyone. <laughs> it's all before week one, buddy. Then <laughs> uh, Carlos wrote in about T.Y. Has his best games when he's against Richard Sherman. I'm a Colts fan. Trust me. <laughs> well, let me see when he played San Francisco. Doesn't. Man, kind of so I was I was going to ask, what was y'all's biggest surprise week one win-wise? Hmm. I don't know if y'all talked about this already or not. Are you talking about win-wise or player-wise? Just, oh, just both, too. We can, we can touch on both. You know, you know, player wise, I go. I'm going to go back to to John Brown. I think yeah. he was my my surprise. Um, everybody else, I figured, you know, did pretty well. Um, I was kind of hoping maybe I've got the Steelers def- defense. They they kind of held up at the end there. Um, you know, but other than that, I was kind of hoping maybe my my. My tight ends. I mean, I've got Kelsey, so he he did great. He was one of my standouts. Also, I've got Patrick Mahomes. So you know that one-two tandem there did pretty great. Um, but uh, Nick Chubb's going off right now. Oh shit! Is he? Yeah, I forgot the I forgot the game was on. Oh yeah, it is Thursday. <laughs> yeah, so right now uh, Cleveland and Cincinnati are going at it. And uh, Cleveland's up 21-13. That's a little over five minutes left in the third. Nice. You know, that situation is very, very – I think Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, I think they have about the same value. You're going to ride You're gonna ride the best running back that's playing at that point in time in the game. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, to me, I think my – I just had it pulled up. My surprise. Uh, let me go back and find it. I think my my biggest surprise was seeing how Thielen would actually do. Yeah. Without Stefan Diggs on the other side. Yeah, we were kind of talking about that off before we got started. And yeah, he definitely surprised a lot a lot of us. And and how he played, which was which was it, it threw me for a loop because I I know we kind of went back and forth on the on possibly getting him for a trade, and boy he, he he put up the numbers and definitely helped you get over you know basically steal that win for you last week. Oh no, he uh he was already traded. Who did I trade? No, he was he was already with Marcus last week. Thalen? Yeah. I thought you had him before the trade or before the, the game started. The trade got finalized before Sunday. Oh. I think got finalized on Friday. Who'd you, who'd you trade him for? Shaquan Barkley. I, I traded him. Traded oh, Thalen that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you told Connor. Me. Mm. 
That's, That's really another good. one. You know, why is my phone being stupid? Yeah, Kenny wrote in and said the Bears had a nice comeback. Yeah, that was that was a very good game. That was. Uh, you know, I really didn't think me. Chicago was going to do very good, but they proved me wrong, which was good to see. My my question is. You go and sign Nick Foles to what a three, four year contract, and yeah. you bench him. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's what the thought process on it. I mean, obviously they came out the win, but let me let me see what I I want to see what I was offering you. I know yeah, what. So I'm kind of looking at Mitchell Trubisky. His stats from last week, he had 22.6 points, threw for 242 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, that's – I don't know. It's every, every once in a while, the city of Chicago seems to write off him, and he kind of shows up and, you know, puts up numbers like he did. Ooh, Car- uh, Carlos just came in with the question. Josh Gordon, he comes back. How does that look for fantasy? Is he still with Seattle? I or thought he got he... released. Did he get released? No, he is. He is still with, with Seattle. Hmm. But, but he didn't. He didn't play Sunday, did he? No, he's uh, still suspended. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yep. How long? Wait, I haven't followed. He used to be one of my, my go-to's. How long is he suspended for? A year. Oh wow! Is it a full year? Wow. Yeah, I think this is dating back to last season. Because I know he, I know he got into something at the at the end of last season, but I didn't realize it was that long. Or maybe maybe I might be mistaken. It could be maybe six games. But uh, I thought that was Antonio Brown that was that was suspended for eight games. Okay, don't even, don't even bring that man up. <laughs> <laughs> nah. uh, I know he did get su- suspended, but let me see. Uh, so they re-signed him on September third. Nothing. Yeah, when he. The time is running short for Gordon to receive it. I think he got suspended for weed, and then they they came out and said that weed's not against the you know against the, the rules. So I I think if he comes back, well, you got DK Metcalf out there, mm-hmm. and of course uh, Tyler Lockett as well. Ooh. Yes, for fantasy, I think he'll he'll be a solid flex play, wide receiver three. Now, I won't. I won't say he's going to be the Josh Gordon like he was whenever he came on the show and, and took it by storm back in what 2013, 2014? You know, with Cleveland, he just he ate. And that's what he did. But I, I think a wide receiver three. I mean, he started looking pretty solid with Seattle last year. He started kind of getting his form back. Which is good. I mean, by all means, I I want to see him play. He has talent that he just wasted. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. I think, um, you know, the substance abuse, I mean, that's, that's no laughing matter. I mean, that's, I mean, it's a struggle within itself right there, but it's, it's almost like how many times are you going to get that second chance before somebody steps in and says, okay, nope, you, you've had too many chances. Now's the time you either get that, I don't want to say a lifetime ban or anything, but basically be forced out of the league. Yeah. I mean, there's only so many times you can mess up to where, you know, they're finally like, Hey, like no more. <laughs> well, see, I mean, and, you know, just looking at him with fantasy wise, you know, barring he comes back. Russell Wilson can make him starting out when he comes back. I, I would say he's going to be a, a solid flex. Mm-hmm. Not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him on my receiver two level just yet. You know, and, and to kind of touch on Carlos's point, he's technically still young. Yes, football years, he's still young. His age, he's what, 28, 29? Uh, I can look that up. I'm Who, Gordon? Say, yeah. Uh, 29. 20, yeah, 29. So, yeah, football years, he's been in the league full seasons, maybe what, five, six? At least. I mean, uh, look at it to speak on that when he's very athletic. He's very capable of being a wide, a wide receiver two and a low end wide receiver one. Can he do it? I don't see it. He has I think to, be, it, to be solid between the, you know, between the years and he can't do that. Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Josh Gordon is one of those that he's definitely a wild card. And I think when he gives the opportunity, he's shown signs of greatness. He's shown that he can, he can compete at that highest level. It's the off the field is what's the most troublesome. And, you know, I want the best for him. I want him to, to get over this and, you know, so he can play football. I mean, that's, that's his gift. And it's just, keeping yourself, you know, out of trouble. No, I agree. I mean, yeah, I, I think he can – he needs to come back. Now he can smoke all the weed he wants to because the NFL just <laughs> kind of said, no, you can smoke it all you want. Yeah, go to the game's high. <laughs> By all means, do it. And uh, I think I think it's legal in Seattle. Yeah, there you it go. It is, yep, it is, yep. <laughs> Kenny so. Galladay still a number one, or do you think his injury is too much for him this year? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. He didn't play last week. Nope. Um, he's nursing a hamstring. Um, they're talking right now that he might be a game-time decision. I don't see him starting are playing on Sunday. Who are they playing? They are playing Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think once he gets healthy from a fantasy perspective, he will... Kill, he killed you when he was healthy last year. Mm-hmm. I, I think once he gets healthy, you know, he'll be your, um, your, your number one or, or even a, I wouldn't put him in a flex, but um, 
he's a he's a low end wide receiver one, strong yeah. wide receiver two. Uh, Kenny, I, I will say if if you have him, I would kind of ride ride with him. You know, I I don't know what time they play. I would check game time decision. Even if it's a game time decision, look at what Mike Evans did for me. Right. I mean, I I wouldn't trust it. Now, he comes back healthy from his injury, solid. Oh, I agree 100%. I think, you know, that hamstring is one of those injuries that, you know, you kind of have to nurse it and to get it back. But I think once he he gets healthy, yeah, he's going to be, uh, you know, one to be reckoned with. What do you? I know you don't want me bringing up this name. What do you think about Antonio Brown? <laughs> Man, he's just—I don't even know where to begin with him. I just think he needs to. I don't know. I, I just think he needs to take a step back and really question to whether he wants to come back. I just honestly think it's just a show for him at this point. It's just—I uh, just there's nothing really else to say. He's just a clown, honestly. That's how I view him. But I mean, I know that that's mean, but it's just like, yeah. Yeah. I I honestly think that he has played his last game in the NFL. Honestly. You know, all these, you know, allegations and accusations and that he's been in the news about the last couple weeks and months. I honestly think that the the NFL is going to say that you are done. Um, and like I said, I think he's played his last game in the NFL and it's unfortunate because he was in a good system in new England with Tom Brady and, you know, they gave him a chance, which like, I mean, they, they give, uh, you know, they, they, they do bring in a lot of good talent and he wasn't able to, you know, kind of just live up to the expectation. Oh, so, so hypothetically, if he do, ever does come back, where would y'all like to see him, or what would be a good fit? Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, um, him with Lamar Jackson. I think that would be a good fit. Well, not only that, he has his cousin there, Marquise Brown. Okay. You know, who's uh, to say? You know, family doesn't pull them back together. Right. You know, who's to say it, it doesn't do that? Now, you know, we're talking seven more games down the road. Who? I mean, look at New Orleans. Michael Thomas just went down. He's out for longer than expected. Do you go after Antonio Brown? Mm. I think you if know. you desperately need a receiver, possibly, but... Well, I would uh, just, just throw into Emmanuel Sanders nonstop. Hey guys, that's going to do it for part one of this show. The conversation went almost two hours, so I will be splitting it up into two episodes. Part two will air right after part one has been released. I truly appreciate all those that have tuned in on the live broadcast and have rewatched the show on YouTube. I truly appreciate it. Please remember to subscribe to the show, rate the show, review the show. Remember, you can catch the show on all the major podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio now, Pandora now, and even Amazon Music. 
So lots of places you can listen to the show. Like I said, I truly appreciate it. And part two will air shortly. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Rip Griffin Show. Make sure to subscribe to the show on all the major podcast platforms. Follow Rip on Twitter at RipGriffin2.